Welcome to the Timpot FC podcast. I'm Ed Kirk. I'm Ollie Brockett. And I'm Kim Onslow. Welcome to the show. If you're new here, let us catch you up. Each week we invite a fan from each football team within the English football pyramid. Where we find out their favourite memories with their club. And even question them in an effort to uncover the most Timpot fans across the country. This is the Timpot FC podcast and it's live! Hi guys, welcome to the Tim Pot FC podcast. I'm your host, Ollie Brockett, and I'm with my co-hosts, Kim Olsen and Ed Kirk. Hello, guys. Hello. You are, man. <laughs> nice. Good to see you. And uh, we're joined today by uh, our United fan, Lewis Murphy. I've known him for a good few years now, and uh, I thought he'd be a good guest to talk about United since he goes to the games. So, how are you feeling about the weekend, mate? Oh, the upcoming game against Leicester. <laughs> um, confident, but yeah, well, we've had international break. I think most of our players have been playing well. Uh, Luke Shaw yeah. scored the uh, the other day, yeah. and I think Bruno and Ronaldo linked up for a goal as well, which they haven't been in too much this season. Um, but then I think Leicester's starting to pick up a couple of points, aren't they? In case yeah, they clean sheets. Yeah. So, um, do, do you think you can get top four? That's the big question, I guess. I think, I think, it, I think it's out of our hands now. I think we can only do what we can do, but we're relying on other teams to drop points, especially Arsenal. I know they've yeah. got some tough games. But they've got to play Tottenham, Chelsea. They do have to play us. I think that. So do you think Arsenal will be able now. to withstand the pressure, the young squad, and come through and get top four? They've done it so far, haven't they? I mean, Odegaard's been class. He's been he's been pulling the strings, hasn't he, for them? Um, but then, I think I think we do have a decent amount of experience in our squad. You know, the Tottenham game where Ronaldo when he turns up, you know he'll yeah. he will he will get the three points. Was I think it's just whether he will turn up. I think maybe against that inexperienced back line of Gabriel and Ben White, who I'm not. Convinced about fully. Why did you start supporting Manchester United? Um, well, my dad is a my dad's a big United fan, and obviously when I was younger, they were actually doing well. <laughs> it's probably a, probably a big factor. Yeah, they're, they're actually you didn't winning support stuff. Oldsy down the road. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, no, no, I can't say I'm not there, but not really. Yeah. They're not they're it's quite it's winning Premier League and Champions League. Five pound an entry, mate. It's cheap as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know they're, they're not guaranteed to win every week, are they? So, oh, um, no, no, man, no. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my dad's both the majority of my family are big big United fans. So I've been brought up with with United, really. So if you've been growing up with it, uh, I know your dad's been going for a while so how, how long have you been a season ticket holder uh since i think it was van gaal's first season so it's not been it's not been an easy ride yeah pretty much pretty much yeah that's that's that was when i first got my season ticket um yeah so it was that season probably about 
eight or nine years now, something like that. Did you did you uh, go to any games before that, or that was that the sort of the first um, experience you had with going to games? I went, I went to a few. Probably the best one I went to before was when we played Bayern Munich. I think with David Moyes in charge. I think we drew one-one. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So that that was a good game I went to. So you've only just started applying to go to away games, but I know you've been you've got a home ticket uh, to go yeah. over the weekends when they're playing at Old Trafford, but. Now you've been to both, which would you say is got the better environment? Would you say you prefer to go on an away day? You're more excited, or do you like being in a familiar environment? Um, I do. I do like an away day. It is good. Um, I feel, yeah, because you you've only really got the the diehard United fans because it's about three thousand probably that go. So the atmosphere <laughs> is just really good. Um, but I probably would say I do prefer games at home games. Um, you've got about 70 plus thousand United fans. Um, and then I've seen some big teams as well with the home games. Like the, the routine they have, you know, go just go into the game, drive in there. Um, yeah. you know, just, just the little things like that. Seeing familiar faces as well, where I sit. Yeah. I remember when you took me, um, to Liverpool United, I had to, uh, you know, make sure I had a hoodie on that day covering my shirt. Uh, but I remember there was about three injuries before before the first half ended and it finished no yeah. that day. And it might have been the worst uh, Liverpool <laughs> first United game ever. <laughs> but, you know, I still got to see Salah. Sorry, because that'd be late for taking you. Sorry, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you got some uh, really good seats. And um, I just, like, you've been to a lot of games, as I've said. So, mm. and you've seen it home and away, yeah. and you've been to different competitions. Would where would you yeah. say your fans rank, like amongst the league fans? And uh, obviously, I know there's a what is it? A lot of judgment against fans. A lot of them are like a lot of fans are loyal, and you know they won't pick one over the other. But yeah, you've been as unbiased as possible, and I'm not telling you to pick uh, Liverpool or anything. But <laughs> where would you think Definitely they not. would rank? In the, in the English um, league? Definitely up there. Definitely up there. I think... I won't... What I put as top... I think I think Newcastle, they have got... I think when we played them this season, they were we battled them 4-1, but their fans, they didn't start chanting. Yeah. You know, they've got some class fans. And when I went to St. James's Park, actually, this season, they, they didn't stop singing as well. So they've got some class fans. Um... Liverpool as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say, when I went to Anfield, hey, listen, all I heard when ago. you went to Anfield, uh, yeah, with Tom years ago, all I heard was it was just quiet after you never walked alone. It, 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 it was, it was, it was. <laughs> but I think it was. A, I think it was quite a nervy game as well. But yeah, yeah. because it was one 0 for so long, and you just think well, United could if they did score one, you know. Mm. But uh, I, I'd say I'd say we're up there. I'd probably say about third or fourth. I'd Probably, yeah. yeah. So there's some good fans in the league. You know, you got the Palace fans. You know, they're always quite loud. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you know the quality is so good. Most teams have something to cheer about now, so it's not all just like you're getting trampled on, like a Luton against City or something like that. But, <laughs> but anyways, I, I just wanted to get into some like questions about the general football club and how. Like as as a fan, what your perspective and what takes you take from 
the situations going on with United Football Club, but especially it's it's quite delicate at the minute. The first the first one I had was uh, what what was your opinion on Ralph Ragnick and you know. Did you think it was a good appointment considering it was only on an interim basis? Uh, and, you know, if he's not going to stay, who would you like to see come in for him? Do you think it would be a cultural change or do you think they'll go for a quality fit and, you know, take a chance on Pochettino considering, obviously, what's just going on with PSG recently? Um, well, I think Ralph... <laughs> Um, I, I I do like Ralph. I think he's probably given his all. I can't I can't fault him with that. I think probably the main issue is probably the players at the moment. And I like I like the fact they appointed him so he could get a role upstairs. Like I think of being charged with transfers or something. He has got a very good track record at that because I think he was yeah. with the Red Bull clubs, so he signed some very good players there. So I do like that. And he's you know he's had he's had his he's had a very good look past couple of months of. Who should stay and who should go? And I think he'd be with, going after that permanent job. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd love it. I'm sure he would. You know, who doesn't want to be manager so, of Man United? Yeah, but then you, you know. could look at it on the other side of the coin and see that he's experienced the pressure of the job. And considering that, in a way, he was still getting results, even if they were draws. The amount of pressure yeah. for United to succeed, especially with a aging. Ronaldo, who everyone wants to see lift a final trophy at United, it'll be like the cherry on the cake for his career in a way. You can obviously he he's experienced those sort of pressures and he's dealing with a very or delicate um, change room at the minute. Obviously with Maguire and Rashford, but we'll get onto that. But obviously there's people above him, and I just want to get your take on uh, well, fans' take on the relationship between you. And the ownership, and do you think it's a close knitted one, or how do you feel? What was the general yeah, consensus? It's, it's definitely not. I mean, I'd I'd love them just to just to sell the club. I mean, you've seen like because Chelsea selling their club, there's not there's not people who are refusing to buy big clubs. They've had so many yeah. offers. Um, yeah, I'd love them to sell the club, especially after the Super League. I mean, yeah. Um, I was listening, I think Gary Neville mentioned the other day, it was like, um, he said the, the Glazer family promised to, to have a closer connection with fans. And I don't I don't think anyone's heard anything from them since. They've just no. you know, they've just disappeared completely. Um So were you quite so, so were yeah. you quite happy to see that reaction from the fans, especially on a day such as playing Liverpool? Did coming in and breaking into the stadium, are you proud that You've got passionate fans, or do you think some of them were just hooligans, just looking to have some fun? I, I think some of them were, but I think the the whole idea we have, you have you, I mean, you have to do something, don't you? I mean, yeah. you've got to make a statement. I mean, it did work in the end because one, I think one of the one of the Glazers family did come out and say something. You know, made a load of promises that obviously he's not he's not fulfilled yet, but it did yeah. send a message to the world and to them especially. So. What do you think the owners need to do more of to build a relationship if they were to do that? Because obviously, as you said, Gary Neville's been talking a lot about it, especially in relation to what's going on with Chelsea with Roman Abramovich and his relationships with Putin. And obviously, mm. uh, new owners coming in will obviously be checked uh, a lot more heavily. So obviously, even if the Glazers sell, it's about who. 
because obviously a lot of the buyers are overseas. So, like, in a perfect world, who would you like to come in to buy United? Who is that person? Someone, someone who, someone who loves the club and would would rather see the club succeed than than money come into their own pockets. You know, someone like. Abramovich did with Chelsea. He clearly loved the football club and the amount of success they they had when he came in. You know, they won two Champions Leagues, a numerous amount of Premier Leagues, so many cups. Someone, someone who loves the club and someone who wants to see the club succeed. You know, someone like that. So, yeah. would you use the leverage of like United being one of the biggest clubs in the world and, and yeah. attract attract a, obviously? A financially stable fan, in a way, who can take on the challenge of United and just put money in the right places. They, they don't necessarily world. have to be be a fan. I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, a big Man United fan with loads of money, obviously, <laughs> would be would be amazing. But how many of them exist? I I, I don't know. Um, you know, just just to see them get back on top again would yeah. be would be amazing because it's it's like the little things like. Our, our stadiums, it's so out of date now. Like you go, you go inside and because when we went to we went to Man City, didn't we, Ollie? It's to like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the one of like the premium sort of seating areas. It was it was so nice in there Com- compared nice to what we have. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's so nice, it's so modern and things compared to what it is it like at Old Trafford because like. There's leaks in this. There's like leaks in the roof where rain gets through. And like when we played Middlesbrough, I think in the FA Cup, you couldn't buy any food or anything because the card machines were broke. I mean, <laughs> it's so everything's so outdated. And like, yeah, it just it just needs a lot of money so investing. You just want an owner coming in, putting money in the right places, taking it for what it is, and you know, really adapting to the situations that it brings. Yeah, definitely. Like someone who invests in the stadium, the training ground, the team, you know, and getting a director of football, and that's that's a big thing as well. Yeah. I mean, all the other clubs are modern, modernized. Like Man City, Liverpool, you can you can see that they've that they've changed through the times, and now they're getting success on the pitch because of that. Would Would you yeah. say um, changing the ownership or just the the way it's run is more important than fixing? the state of the changing room United's in at the minute. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the way the clubs run that, you know, that, that's that should be the priority. Once you get someone in who knows what they're doing and can and has a clear plan of okay, right, we're gonna we're gonna sort the team out, we're gonna sort the changing rooms out, we're gonna sort the stadium out, all all of that. And they have a clear plan, you know, of, of getting your club back on top um yeah. in the next couple of years, then yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Right, we, we could obviously go on about this all day, you know, just talking about football. However, we do have a couple of questions for you. And as I said, they could be they could be as hard as we say they are, or you could uh, wish through these, it, depending on if you're a Tin Pot fan or not, but we'll find out. <laughs> so uh, we've, got, <laughs> we've got a certain amount of questions. We've got three questions that amount to one point each. And then same for the others, but they they amount to three points, and the other one is five points. Um, I don't know if I could explain that better, Ed. How do I explain that better? Because that was awful. No, I, I, I think, think you could explain it. No, no, no. And uh, then, 
And then there's meant to be one killer question at the end worth 10 points, but uh, we we messed that up last episode. So. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. though, I remember me and Ed were doing this, the research for this killer question, and I didn't even know it. And I thought this was quite hard. So I've, we'll see if you'll get it or not. But you've got some questions to get through first uh, yeah. to build up your confidence. Anyways, uh, question number one. Uh, who is the top goal scorer of all time at your club? Uh, Wayne Rooney. Correct. Well done. Uh, I mean, you'll have to be living under a rock for United fans to not know this one. What is your club's nickname? Uh, the Red Devils. Yeah, good, good. And... Uh, who is the manager to replace the uh, great Sir Alex Ferguson? Uh, David Moyes. Lovely. That's three points in the bag. Confidence is flowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is your first question uh, on the questions that uh, amount to three points. Uh, in a, after a 3 nil loss to Tottenham, what did Jose Mourinho demand from the journalists? And it's in a quote. I'll get anything that is close to it. Oh, um, respect. That is bang on. Three points run off the bat. <laughs> the second question. To the nearest thousand, what is the capacity of Old Trafford? Oh, God. Um, to be about, fair, you mentioned it before. About 73,000, I think. Something like that. Oh. I I'm think you can, I think I can give you that because it's 74 and it's within the near oh. thousand. So man, <laughs> maybe we should have made these questions a lot more harder. <laughs> Which player had a welcome to Manchester board put up when he signed for Manchester City after a loan spell at United? Tevez. Yeah. So we let you have some easy ones, build up your confidence nicely, and you know, we're gonna deflate you like a balloon here with these. Right, your first question for five points. Including interim and caretaker managers, how many managers have taken care of a game at Manchester United? At least a game. In, in, to, in total? Yeah. Four. So this will be since Alex Ferguson, but including oh, caretaker Including interim and caretaker managers, how many managers have taken charge of at least one game at Manchester United since the uh, departure of uh, Sir oh, Alex right. Ferguson? I should not count now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd probably say about seven. Mate, mm-hmm. how, <laughs> straight away. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Can, can you name? I can't, I can you name can't know seven? why. <laughs> um, I named the seven. Moyes, Moyes, Giggs, yeah, Van Gaal, yeah, uh, Mourinho, yeah, Ole, yeah, Carrick, yeah, Ralph, yeah. That, that you've actually smashed that five mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Um, right your second question for five points name three or four players to have scored four or more goals in a single Premier League game for Manchester United oh that is is hard Um, I'll go with Van Nesteroy Van Nesteroy first 
No. Uh, to be <laughs> fair, I did say him when I was asked this question. He was what I was counting on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think Rooney has. Are you sure? Uh, I don't, oh, I don't know. Confusing. Um, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, I'll go with Rooney. I'll go with Rooney. I don't know. I'll yeah, go with... Uh, it's, Rooney's on there. Charlton, maybe? No. Mm, I'll give you one more go. George Best. I, that's my last one. I, I, yeah. No. I thought you'd been better there. Andrew Cole, Berbatov, Solskjaer and Rooney. Oh, yeah. I didn't think... It, yeah. Oh, oh, well. And the last one, five points uh, before we get on to the last killer question. Uh, a statue called the United Trinity stands outside Old Trafford featuring which three players? Uh... Dennis Law, Charlton yeah. and Best, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it's my sure. Yeah. Um, right, and are you ready for the uh, killer question, the big one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 so how many United uh, scored five goals in the game? I don't know that. <laughs> the question is, who was Sir Alex Ferguson's first Manchester United signer? <laughs> Oh God! Oh, I've I've got no idea. I don't think I'll have. I'll get this. I'll go with Brian Robson. I don't know. No. I don't know. No. Not bad guess. Viv Anderson. Who? Viv Anderson. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound uh, like he made an impact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Viv Anderson, what player? To be fair, I think <laughs> you can definitely say you know you were definitely not a Tim Pop fan. I don't, I don't think many people would have got that last question. I think you can still hold your I don't head think up. Viv Anderson would have got that. To be honest, not a lot. I want to thank you, Lewis, for coming on. Uh, thank you for coming on no the FC podcast. And uh, yeah, um, we'll definitely have you back on soon, man. All right, thank thanks you. for having me. All right, cheers. See you, lad. Thank All you. Right.